she reached for a knife and slit the flap of the envelope. Daisy bit back a sigh of frustration. Satisfied with the stove, she stood up as the housekeeper began to read the letter silently. Miss Dutton's expression changed, and she gave a little scream and said, Oh my God! It's me ma! She's in the hospital! Fell and broke her leg! She never did, cried Daisy, thrilled by the drama of the moment. Then who's written the letter? Miss Bly, her next-door neighbour. She stared distractedly at Daisy. That's it then. That's me finished here. She clapped her hand to her chest and took a deep breath in an attempt to calm her nerves. I can't stay on a moment longer. I'll have to go and get her out of there, take her home. She'll be relying on me, poor dear. Taken aback, Daisy asked. What's the rush? She'll be safe in the hospital for a few days. Safe? She stared at Daisy. In hospital? People die in those places. I shall have to get her home. She'll be terrified. Gazing round the kitchen with unseeing eyes, she was already dealing with a variety of problems far removed from Montague Pennington's breakfast. She glanced again at the letter. She'll be bedridden for a week or two, and Miss Bly's going to lend me a commode. Now, I call that very decent of her. I never really liked the woman, but that is very decent. Very decent. Daisy was experiencing a frisson of disquiet. So... When exactly will you be leaving? As soon as I'm packed. Ma will be in a terrible state. I mean, hospital? All those doctors and nurses rushing about, and people groaning. Not to mention bedpans. Everyone's worst nightmare. But when will you come back here? To Parkview, I mean. What about poor old Monty? Who's going to look after him? He's bedridden too. Miss Dutton rolled her eyes. But he's not family. You'll have to find someone else to run around after him. My mother comes first. And if you had a grain of sense in your head, Daisy, I wouldn't need to be telling you so. Now, let me think. What time's the next bus into town? It goes past here at quarter to the hour which would be quarter to nine, but you can't just abandon the poor old man. Can't I? Just watch me. She glanced at the wall clock. Ten minutes. I'll just about do it. I'm off upstairs to break the news, throw some clothes into the bag and run for the bus. Daisy's disquiet was developing into a feeling of panic. Surely she wasn't going to be left alone here with a creaky old man. But you, aren't you supposed to give notice? Too bad. He can pay me up to today and that's that. But Monty must be turned 70. The shock might be too much for him. You're always saying he can't manage without you. Now you're going to up sticks and leave him helpless. My ma's the one who's helpless. She's broke her leg, remember, and been carted off to hospital. Now I'll tell the old chap that I'll just take a few bits and bobs for now and I'll be back for the rest of my clothes in maybe a week. See how things go at home. 
Run upstairs, Daisy, and fetch down the small carpet bag from the box room. No one will miss it, and I'll bring it back when I come for the rest of my stuff. So you are coming back to Parkview, aren't you? Desperate for reassurance, Daisy looked at her appealingly. Coming back? Of course I'm not. Leastways not to work. You don't recover from a broken leg at the snap of a finger. It'll be weeks. Legs are funny things. If it doesn't set properly, she might be on crutches for the rest of her life. No, you'll have to find someone else. She fumbled in a pocket, found a handkerchief and mopped her brow. I'll dash upstairs and tell him what's happened, and then you can take it from there. Just find another housekeeper for him. She snatched her apron from the back of the kitchen door.